Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. Today we'll be chatting about all the latest news updates. We got Disneyland, we got Disney World, we got Steakhouse, we got Trader Sam's, Halloween, ticket sales. Oh my gosh, there's too much to talk about. I can't wait to discuss. All right, so Mike, that was the perfect lead-in because there is a ton of things going on at the parks. Um, I guess it's kind of felt like that ever since they reopened. Like, things are just rolling really fast, and we haven't really done a recap in the last few weeks, so I thought it would be great to go ahead and get started. And I think we should start off with Disneyland. Yes. All right, cool. So one of the latest big updates that came out is that there is a new ticket deal that they have released for California residents, and... I have to say this has me like, I don't even know what to do with myself at this point. Because now I want to go. Uh-huh. Like, I knew you would want to go. <laughs> it's affordable in comparison. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. So what this deal is, it's a three-day ticket. And it's one park per day for $249. Or you can get a park hopper for $304. And that comes down to like the lowest, like if you were only going to do one park one day or one park per day, it's uh, about $83 per day. So this like, is three days of admission. Yeah, you have to buy a three-day ticket. And that comes down to like $83 a day, which is about $20 cheaper than any other day that you would go, like a single-day wow. ticket. Or can no, you I'm use sorry, them anytime? for the three-day ticket. Also, like the regular three-day ticket, you're oh, saving wow. about $60 in total off okay. of it. Yeah, so... It's enticing, and one of the real big perks about it is that usually when you buy these multi-day tickets, they have a 13-day expiration. So you can use them whenever, but if you start using it, you have to finish it within 13 days of the first day. This one does not have that. The oh. only thing it has is an end date of September 30th. So you, so can, you can use, use it, from it now, anytime. Whatever three days you want until September 30th, yeah. Nice. So I'm like, that's like two weekend trips. Doesn't sound too bad right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, let's go back to this. Will help me understand the savings is you said about sixty dollars in total. Yeah, it's okay. like sixty something dollars. Yeah. And is that savings enough to entice you? It sounds like it, right? I mean, any savings when Disney has savings because they rarely do. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, must buy in. So I'm like, also getting fooled into it. I will admit, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is just. A little softer blow than the normal blow right now of not having an annual pass holder. And I like the fact that they are just, you know, honoring the people who have been waiting in California. I know I'm sure there's people out there in nearby states that are upset, but I still like that they're doing something special for you all in California. So that seems like a reason to go also. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, they've always had deals for at least SoCal people. Um so I think it, it doesn't feel too out of shape this time. Like last time when they're just like nobody from out of state's even allowed to come here. Like yeah. That was like kind of crappy or like really crappy. But um, but now this one just feels a little more back to normal, at least for me. And that's because I'm like, have they done probably. full California discounts like on the regular? Or was that you said that was always SoCal like on the menu? 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I want to say they did, but I actually don't know. Oh, how about this? Honest. For the payment plan, do you have to be a California resident back in yes. the day? Okay. Yep. Got so it. that has always been, yeah, all of California. Um, and we, we were just talking about that last night. I had a group of friends over, um, and we were talking about, like, if they got rid of the payment plan, would we be okay? We're all like, yep, let's just do it. Like, hopefully that's the only thing they take away from us when they bring back the let's AP. Buy it. Bust out but those credit cards. But we will see. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that's a new uh, ticket deal, which is pretty exciting. But um, what else will feed right into that, which is another reason that I'm really contemplating getting this ticket, is because the Oogie Boogie Bash officially has returned. And I didn't get to go in 2019, and I really kicked myself for it because it looked so freaking cool. And it starts as of September 9th, so you have almost a full month to use those like those days on that ticket to go to Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh, I see. So you could <sighs> use your ticket at one of the last days in September and then continue carrying it on. Well, I mean, the Oogie Boogie, Boogie, Oogie Boogie Bash starts as of September 9th. So you have oh, like 20 okay. days or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not even bad. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar with Oogie Boogie Bash, it is the big Halloween party that they do in California Adventure. Um, it includes things that most like Halloween things would have like a treat trail or lots of treat trails. Excuse me. There's plenty of them. Um, character meet and greets. They have this thing called Villains Grove, which is in Redwood Creek Challenge, which Ooh. looked, I think that was like the main reason I was excited and go. It just looks so cool. But yeah, All this, like, that really was cool what lighting. I was most jealous of when yeah, I saw that the other year. it just looked so yeah. cool. And I was like, man, I want to go experience that. Um, and like, I barely ever like even step foot in Redwood Creek Challenge, but I'd probably be there all night at Oogie Boogie's. You know what yeah. I mean? So and so Villain Grove, you walk through, and there's different villains like in their scenes, right? Is that how it was? I can't. You know, I don't even think there was very many characters in there at all, if any, because I know there was tons of meet and greets throughout the. I don't remember now. Now you're. Catching oh, me on okay. It. I so what I, I feel what like I, that was just like a cool. I do remember place. for sure. Is there's like different sets that you walk by, and like yeah. Maleficent would have one like with her. Right, but was that do? part of Villains Grove or was that just around the Villains Grove? So you'd park. walk through. Are you sure? H- hence, hence Villains Grove. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Hence the, the villains. <laughs> the only reason I know is because we were talking about this stuff before and I got I got too excited looking up the Disney World stuff. I ended up going down the rabbit hole. Oh with, good. I'm excited to hear about Boogie that one. Bash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I couldn't remember if anything I just remember being totally like tranced like by the lights and the like the trees and they had glowing things coming through them and it looks so freaking cool. So cool. So but um they also have these character meet and greets all throughout the park also. So it's not just in that area. It's everywhere else too. And they have some really cool ones like they use the animation building for Oogie Boogie and they like oh. change all the screens in there to be like you know, things you would see in Oogie Boogie's lair. And then they also have, like, him on this, like, stage. And one th- thing that was, like, kind of cool was I was also thinking, I'm like, do I want to go to Oogie Boogie's this year when it's probably more limited than the previous years? However, I didn't see any notations of it being any different than it was before. Or, I'm sorry, oh. not last year. You know what I mean? 2019. <laughs> um, Gosh, but that feels long ago. I know. But if you think about it, if you look at video and whatnot of – the Oogie Boogie Bash in 2019, it was almost set up perfectly for COVID. Like they're all on stages. You oh, yeah, take pictures of them up the on like a platform. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like already set up for this. So they don't really need to change much except for the whole like grabbing candy thing might be weird. But I guess if they put oh. cast members with gloves, it's fine. Yeah. And they hand it out. Right? Um, yeah. Also with Oogie Boogie's Bash, 
is I was completely wrong earlier. <laughs> I'm going back to my notes. And the whole point is that <laughs> it's exactly what you said at Villains Grove. is It's supposed to feel like they're there. And each section is meant for a villain, but they're not actually there. It says no characters, no sets. Oh, it's themed like them. Yeah. That's a, yes. Yeah. So I was completely wrong. But it's interesting that each section is supposed to be, I guess, like the essence of. Yeah. Like you said, with lighting it's like gives you that. the feeling of them instead. Yeah. So oh, gosh, cool. I want to go. I, I definitely can't, but I want to. I know. I know. I really want to. And I'm just like really trying to like wrestle with myself. I'm like, do I need to go? What am I doing? I'm trying really hard to hold out until any more trips until after either the AP gets announced or our Disney World trip just because it's just too expensive. So I'm trying to be good. But this now the deal and the Oogie Boogie Bush coming wow. out at the same time. I'm like, yes. oh my God. <laughs> okay, if you guys ever need me to go to Disneyland, this is how you get me to go. So we will see if I actually head over there. Um, another couple things they do at Oogie Boogie Bash is they have a frightfully fun parade. So they have a unique mm. Halloween-style parade. Um, they also have a Mickey's Trick and Treat stage show, which oh. I don't remember if they've had that before or not. But um, So it's some kind of cool show they do with like lots of lights and lasers and stuff like that. It, should be, it sounds like it's more fun, like dancey. Like maybe they'll probably play it like the Monster Mash or some kind of thing yeah. I can picture yeah. <laughs> for that. Um and then tickets are already on sale as of this Monday, and uh, it's September 9th through all the way through Halloween. Nice. So it, do- yeah. it ends on Halloween, right? That's how Disney parks. Yeah, they do don't go it. like the one day after. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like Disney World. Um, another thing that's pretty cool too is that keep in mind that when you buy your ticket, they are a little pricey. They start as one hundred and fourteen dollars is like the lowest you can ever get. So one hundred fourteen just to go to this event. However, they let you start mixing in at 3 p.m. So, like, the party doesn't actually start till 6. So you have three hours of DCA without anything unique to do. So you can do the regular park for a few hours, which is kind of cool. Especially now without APs, you know. Yeah. So you get a little taste of the park as is. And then you get to move into your party a little bit later, which is kind of cool. And then it goes all the way till midnight. So Yeah, there's a lot (sighs) of... Halloween stuff in general coming back, right? So at the Disneyland Resort, they're just calling it Halloween time. Is that normal? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween time. And that's September 3rd through Halloween night. So it sounds like the Oogie Boogie Bash is somewhere in between. You said the 9th? Yeah, it starts on the 9th. And tickets just went on sale this past weekend. Yeah, like Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you guys got your tickets if you're looking for tickets. I wonder if they're going to sell out. I wonder if they I did know. sell I know. I'm out. like, are they already sold out, actually? I haven't yeah. checked. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of other stuff happening. Anything else, Oogie Boogie Bash, before I talk no. about the other stuff? No, that's about it. I just, if you guys haven't already seen it, go look it up if you're interested. Like, there's tons of videos out there from the 2019, which was the first one. And it just looks really fun. Like, it looked, I don't know. To me, it looked better than the one they did in Disneyland. However, I didn't go to that one. So I can't say the experience. It just looks like... More colorful. Oh, how funny. Yeah. I've been to the Disney World one multiple times, but I don't think I went to the Disneyland one. What is it called? Is it still Mickey's Not So Scary or is it something else? It's called, I think it's just Mickey's Halloween Party. Interesting. That's fascinating. Um, So other stuff at DCA during Halloween before we head over to Disneyland um, is what I wanted to point out is, you know how they do Cars Land? They decorate that Mm -hmm. every year. So cute. 
like very the, cute. The it's such a good job. And the vampire. Wreath, I love yeah. the like movie posters that they change on yeah. the walls. Oh, so good. It's like all um, horror films. And then they do the Coco themed area, Plaza de la Familia, mm-hmm. um, over in the corner somewhere. I never know what that area is called anymore, but Paradise Gardens, I right? think. By the yeah. Zeppelin and the swings and all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like over there. So they do that over there. And like you said, you can go and do that stuff without the Boo Bash ticket because it's just right. there. Boogie Bash? Oogie Boogie Bash ticket. Oogie Boogie Bash. Oogie yeah. Boogie Bash. I'll say that wrong every time too. Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> at Disneyland proper, they're doing something called Halloween Screams. And they describe this as a projection show. So to me, that means, you know, like Mickey, what is it called? Mickey's Mix Magic. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly projections, but they did say they would have fireworks to go along with it on weekends. Only on weekends. Ooh. Okay. What's a weekend? Do you know that line? What's a weekend anymore? Downtown Abbey. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, that's called Halloween Screams. Um, and then there's even more of uh, the Mexican Halloween culture. Uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, set up in Frontierland. So there's themes over there in Frontierland. Um, and I'm sure there's other stuff, but this is the ones that stood out to me that I thought were pretty exciting. And there's also more Disneyland stuff that you wanted to talk about d23 related yes so okay (laughs) i'm still bummed about this one but d23 just at the beginning of last week if i'm not mistaken they announced that they are having a special event in the park this coming friday um on the 16th and it's all geared around jungle cruise and what it is is a special event it's 75 dollars. you have to be there at 5 30 in the morning so it's exclusive you're the first people in the parks it just seems really cool to be able to walk in there that early and have nobody else in the park it's like the best feeling if you've never done it it's worth it like alone just for that (laughs) um but it's really cool they actually take you over to tropical hideaway um you have breakfast it's like Breakfast, like snacks, I think. Like it's mm. not necessary. They have those lumpia Yum. that are at the Tropical Hideaway. So it's like Tropical Hideaway food. And Dole Whips, they're going to be s- serving. They're like, it's never too early for a Dole Whip. I'm like, Morning I Dole agree. Whip. You know, I could put some like granola in it and make it a Yeah, right? Yeah. Why not? Um, so you have breakfast and then you have a seat in the Tropical Hideaway. And then they have some of the Imagineers come out. And they talk about the history of the Jungle Cruise and also the future of the Jungle Cruise, like the new sets that we're about to see. What? Um, yeah. So I didn't like know Imagineers panel. were involved. I'm glad I waited to hear about this. This is very cool. Yes, it's <laughs> so cool. And then also you get some swag. It did say like, additional items will be coming. We don't know what that means yet. But the things they did say is you get a name badge and a safari hat. I, I want that hat. <laughs> Want that hat? We're, I couldn't tell if I was supposed to get excited. <laughs> I am so excited! It's like probably only like a hundred people get to go to this thing, and you get this. Yeah, that's hat. I like, totally cool. agree. For the when it's like super exclusive like that, whatever the item is, it's like amazing. I know it's like so cool to just have something, and it's like wearable, that. so you could wear it. And, you know, exactly. I like got really excited about this. I bought my outfit already. It still isn't here yet. It's on its way. And then last Friday came around at 10 a.m. when the tickets went on sale. Didn't get one. Didn't get a freaking ticket. Nobody I knew got one. Why did you buy your outfit? (laughs) I was excited. (laughs) I knew exactly my flights I needed. I hadn't picked a hotel yet. Luckily, I didn't buy the flight. I just like knew what I was doing, had it all planned out. 
And then, boom, just no reason to even go now. And that was even more part of that uh, three-day ticket thing. I was like, oh, I'll definitely use some of that during (laughs) during the Jungle Cruise trip. Can you um, repurpose that outfit for something else? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. I can. Adventure, I'm, I'm not Adventureland, Animal Kingdom Day, maybe? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it looks very nice and comfortable, so I'm excited for it regardless. But, yeah, I was really bummed out. I'm still really bummed out. It was just one of those things. It was that green man. Remember him from D23 oh, Expo? The yeah. little green man was chasing us through. <laughs> I had it on, like, 15 different browsers, just like always. My phone, my iPad, my computer, and just he just couldn't run fast enough and i just didn't yeah. get my ticket <laughs> that little green man represents us walking through this virtual queue but he set, never seems to get to the end of the finish nope. line when it's for us never does and i was so 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 bummed but that's okay it's fun i'm i hope everybody else has a great time i want to see what they're going to be doing they also announced that they're going to be having media like filming while you're there so i'm like what are they doing extra with that so like just kind of really fun behind the scenes look also on things so yeah very jealous very bummed but also very excited to see what it looks like afterwards so and just just having a d23 event again like in-person event is equally cool as as it is right more d23 stuff for the fans um, but yeah, at least things are starting to get back to normal. There's in-person events. Single rider lines returned at Disneyland. What? Um, which is nice. Again, we talked about solo trips. That was our last episode, episode 40. Uh, mm-hmm. So check that out if you haven't heard. We talk all about solo Disney trips and our memories going alone. But one good reason for going alone is you could use the single rider lines or if you're with the group and you don't care about sitting next to each other, it's a great option. Along with single rider lines, some of the attractions that were previously closed are back. We saw the Sleeping Beauty walkthrough reopen, Matterhorn's back, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Jungle Cruise opens this Friday, um, and then also uh, the Haunted Mansion holiday has been confirmed. A lot of people are wondering mm. if that was going to happen this year just because of the timing of the park reopening, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Um, but it has been confirmed. It's already in the app and everything that it is going down for refurb that they're oh, going to switch it right over. That what is what is it called? Why can't I think of it? Layover. <laughs> Haunted Mansion holiday. Layover, right over. Overlay. <laughs> overlay. <laughs> I love a good overlay, and that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, um, it's really good. And you mentioned Jungle Cruise. This is coming back with new stuff, right? Yeah. So they have some new scenes in the Jungle Cruise. Um, I have been trying to avoid them, like the plague. However, I might skip over that now that I'm probably not going for a long time. (laughs) But regardless, they have some new scenes. It's all over the internet. They've already started soft openings as of last week, even though it's opening this Friday. Last, I think it was like last Wednesday or something like that. They had already started letting people on the ride. So it's all over the place already. So you can see it if you're interested in looking it up. Um, And then what else did I have to tell you guys? But what's exciting about that also... Even without seeing it, I haven't seen anything either. This is kind of that start of them doing so much more with SEA, including Jungle Cruise. Yes. Yep. Good point. Yeah. They're going to have some characters in there from the SEA. Um, And yeah, like I have, like I said, I haven't looked too much at what they're doing, but I can't wait to find like some Easter eggs. They've got to hit some SEA Easter eggs in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. Um, Another thing that's not, like, really changed as far as, like, opening and it was closed before, but Avengers Campus has removed their gates now on both sides, 
And you can just oh. flow right into it now. It's very different from when you and I were there. Oh, huh. Yep, because they no longer are having these crazy line issues. So they're just letting people walk in. And I was like, oh, wow, we're already there. Okay. <laughs> That's so nice and comfortable. Um, I know. And quick, like you said, very quick. Yeah, it took like a month and it's already open to everybody. So that's really nice for everybody to know that they don't have to worry about. I mean, I can't say that they won't need to do it on popular days, but like as of now, they just open it up. So that's interesting. And I know we're going to talk about Black Widow later on the episode. But one thing that I was feeling like emotionally park wise while watching the movie was I actually want to go back to Avengers Campus. It was the first time I thought I wanted to go back and it wasn't for any of the rides. It was for just like, I wanted to loiter and like look around and see the stunt shows. In my mind, I thought, okay, if that's a stunt show land and not like a ride land, it's so cool. You're like, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of wanting to go back. Yeah. I did have a few things. Like I keep seeing people posting the Doctor Strange thing. I was like, man, why didn't we watch that? (laughs) what were we doing and we're too busy to watch this new thing but we just were (laughs) we're just so busy (laughs) too busy and after a while the crowds you know that was one of our first especially your first post-pandemic like big park adventure yeah that was also the first time we saw people like crowding it was very yeah it was was a lot in that park at that time and then that area especially right yeah especially in that area i was like can we get out of here um so yeah, so those are all the new things that that opened. Um, there's a couple things that are still closed. We have great moments of Mr. Lincoln, lots of the Toontown houses that are walkthroughs are still closed. Finding Nemo is still closed. Monorail, Columbia, Pixie Hollow, and Star Wars Launch Bay. But it sounds like we're getting really close to getting back to where we were before. Good. Um, also, there's some entertainment that has returned, which I think is so exciting. So the Disneyland Band has returned. Which is huge, if you ask me, because I will always stop and watch the Disneyland band unless I have somebody who's not a Disneyholic with me and they are, like, stressing out about getting on Space Mountain. Otherwise, we will stop and watch (laughs) the Disneyland band. They are so good. Um, Also, the residents of Buena Vista Street returned. The Five and Dime group returned. And Fireworks, which we already talked about, but Mickey's Mix Magic is back. So, I saw a video with, uh, there was, like, Star Wars band music playing at the what is that called launch bay carousel of progress oh yeah area. they're playing like all up on the ramps yeah. is that stuff? the disneyland that so band cool. yeah oh that that's was. so cool i do love i don't think stuff. they normally do that there i think that was like a covid thing but it was they should keep that doing that forever because it was amazing. so cool yeah we gotta yeah. repost that video it's so cool totally um, um so on the idea of other things opening um there are a few restaurants that are open, again, that were closed until now. Uh, Coke Corner, a.k.a. Refreshment Corner, the Hungry Bear Restaurant, the Dole Whip stand in front of the Tiki Room. I guess that one was closed before. I didn't even realize that because I keep going to Tropical Hideaway now. <laughs> oh, this is the one that's right there in the walkway. Yeah, it's um. like mobile order only. Um, and then Maurice's Treats, remember that place? Ooh, yeah, with those like twisted bagel with Those very things. dry things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one question about the Dole Whip stand. It's two-sided, right? Yes. Right? Inside yes. the queue area, the pre-queue area. I don't remember how they're Tiki doing Room. it now, though, because I know you can't, you can't walk up to that one and purchase one anymore. You have to mobile oh, order. Wow. But wow. I can't, and that was before COVID, too, but I can't remember... If you could pick up on both sides or how that's working out. Interesting. Hmm. Who knows? But I always thought that was cool that it you could get it from either side like while yeah, you're Yeah, it's waiting. like the people who just want one or the people who are there to watch the tiki room. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
And I remember like fighting with people like, let's go watch the Tiki Room because it's actually, you can watch the Tiki Room and have a dope in the same amount of time as we just wait in the other line because the line <laughs> yeah. is so long. <laughs> yeah, and they've divided that up now with Tropical Hideaway, which has helped a lot. Like having nice. the Dole Whips just available more places, huge difference. So other than that, Rancho del Zoclo, my favorite Disneyland restaurant, has reopened, which I'm excited about. And more churro and popcorn uh, stands have reopened. I still remember when we were there in June, there was a shortage of churros oh and then God, popcorn sometimes. That. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have churros anywhere or popcorn. Yeah, it was crazy. That is weird. So hearing you say all this stuff makes me feel like, yes, things are going back to the way they should be. Right. Totally. But with that said. Not everything reopened. Yeah. So um, there are some places that just will not reopen and are indefinitely closed. Um, The one that really made me super sad (laughs) is Steakhouse 55 um, at the Disneyland Hotel, which is interesting because I got some of the history wrong in my mind. It's been around for so long, but after learning more about it, it was actually a steakhouse that opened in 1983 called the Granville, and it was a Granville Steakhouse, and it was named after some child actor, and her name was Bonita Granville. She played Nancy Drew in the movies, which I don't even think was Disney, but I think there wasn't that much Hollywood back then. So all stars were like going around to different, I guess they hung out at Disneyland. I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) They knew somebody who knew somebody. They knew somebody, (laughs) but apparently she was really, really well liked because they named one of the Disneyland hotel towers after her. Bonita. What? The Bonita Tower. Yes. And this oh is not Oh my gosh. A who lie. is this person? This is not Mike TV history. This is real. According and to who at this point? <laughs> yeah. So Bonita Tower was named after her. Granville Steakhouse was named after her. And then 2006 is when they rebranded it as Steakhouse 55, which is the version it was when you and I went. And uh, I haven't even been there that many times. There's just something like special about it. I love like old timey Hollywood things. And, um, Similar to Trader Sam's, I like that you have to go to the hotel to experience it. Yeah, so I'm also very upset about Steakhouse 55 because we had a very lovely birthday party for me there. Oh, we did. Which is very sweet. I remember you gave me one of your bow ties you made. What did did you call them? Uh, The lazy bow tie. It was a a weird hobby of mine at the time. Still love them. And you had the Haunted Mansion one that I gave you. The Haunted Mansion one. And I wore it. I was all spruced up for a fancy dinner at Steakhouse 55. It was delicious. And we took pictures in the Autopia car for a solid five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's out like in the hallway right in front of it, right? In the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do because I feel like they're removing it, but they have to. You can't have a fancy hotel with no restaurant in it. Yeah, that's like the charm of Disneyland hotels. Like there's these little fancy things you could do. It has to have some type of nice restaurant. So I'm excited for the future as well. Um, And another thing I'm excited about is also at the Disneyland Hotel. And it's my favorite vacation spot probably of all time. It's Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. (sighs) I cannot wait. It has already reopened. Ooh, that's it. Gets you right in the mood. Vacation already. Everyone close our eyes. We're on vacation. Have your lava flow. That's my drink of choice. Have some fried green beans and maybe a poo-poo plate. Poo-poo. I never platter. had fried green beans there before. Oh, they're the best thing ever. It comes with this like spicy sauce. Oh my God, so good. 
yes. So they did already open. I another thing that I want to spend some of my three-day ticket on is going down to Trader Sam's and then maybe going to the park as a happy addition. So we will see on that too. But I cannot wait. Nice. Nice. They always have um, fun, like hard to get tiki mugs, tiki glasses there too. So I wonder if those will start coming back, I'm sure. Right, right. Oh my gosh. They have some new mug that came out from Club 33, which they always have the best mugs and nobody can get their hands on them. It's so cool. It looks like part of Indiana Jones. It's beautiful. Anyway, um, so hopefully they'll start popping up with a new one over there as well. Because I think... I feel like they had one that came out right before everything sh- shut down and then not a lot of people got to get their hands on it. So maybe they'll come back out with that again and we'll have to see. But either way, it's always yes. exciting and a nice trip uh, that would be and cool. a nice visit. Yeah. Wow. So this was all Disneyland news and, and highlights even because there's just so much out there, like you said, that have, has been rolling out into the press. Um, but let's head over to the East Coast to Walt Disney World. There are... Wait, before before oh. we do, oh, I did yeah. I did add something in that I want to talk about because I keep forgetting to bring it up. And we got to do it on our trip. We got to do it on our last trip. I just wanted to talk about the self-checkout of World of Disney. <laughs> OMG. Have we not talked about that? OMG. We haven't talked about it. So Mike and I experienced this when we went shopping at World of Disney last time in downtown Disney. And this was in the Disneyland Resort, right? So I don't know if they're doing it in Florida or not. But they had just added a self-checkout option. And it's not like the grocery store where you still have to wait in line and go you literally scan your items on your phone which is already built into the app Mm -hmm. right it wasn't like an additional thing you had to download it was already just there all of a sudden hardly anybody was talking about it yeah we just saw like a sign or something right yeah and it was like begging people to try it there were so many signs at the store itself that were like try this try this new thing and we're like are you serious so we just scan what we had and then you just there's like a person at the exit door and you just show them what you got. It's like Costco. Like you have to like show the receipt exactly, along yeah, with like, like your, your items and then you just and... walk out. And it was so freaking easy. I'm just very excited about it. I hope they keep it. I heard it's like in testing phase right now. So like hopefully it sticks. Not too many people are starting to be thieves because that can happen, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, not having to wait in those lines and like cruise at your own pace is like so nice. Ugh. Anyway, I just wanted to I mention that, that. Real fast. Yeah, and I think um, <laughs> just all of this future technology, like I know you and I still keep, um, I'm using the word gag, like gagging on the, uh, the the Amazon Prime grocery store. Oh my God, it was the best <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> Crazy. We're like fascinated. Yeah, you just put your items right in the cart. It knows what it is and you just walk out. And you just walk out. Yeah, it like charges. You don't even have to say hi or bye to anybody. You just yeah. go in. That's it. Loved it. So it's um, similar to that, although you do have to like check in with one person, but that's okay. Yeah. It's better than waiting in one of those crazy lines. I'll tell you that. Right? So now we got mobile <laughs> orders for dining and then this. So the more touchless <laughs> and weightless, not W-E-I-G-H-T, but weight, like less waiting, the right. better. Much better. Exactly. All right. Carry on with Disney World. So Sorry. Disney World. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, we don't know. And I'm wondering if they are testing some of the stuff at Disney Springs, but I guess we'll find out at some point. But Disney World, more D23 stuff happening, back to normal. You're going to talk about Destination D. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Destination D, what I like to explain it to people as is that it's a mini D23. And it's over in Orlando, close to the parks. Um, I believe it's on property. I don't know if they have like a – it's at a convention center or somewhere. I don't remember if they always keep it on property or what happens there. 
Um, however, it's very close to Disney World regardless. Um, and the one good thing about it is that, and they do this at the PNW Mouse Meet, if anybody's been to that, they only sell the amount of tickets as there are seats. So you are at every panel. Oh. You never have to worry. The only thing you'd want to get to them earlier for is if you want a better seat. But you never have to worry about like not getting to see anything. And I just feel like this year they might have some really cool announcements because we've had this whole weird gap and nobody really knows what's happening. So I think wow. they're going to like clarify a lot of stuff at this uh, convention. So I really want to go. Um, they're actually starting to sell tickets this month sometime. I don't think they've announced a solid date yet. Um, but the actual event is November 19th through the 21st. So are we going? I just want to know. Similar to Oogie Boogie Bash, of course I want to go. Um, there's just so many things going on this year, and we'll have just been at Disney World not too long after that, which we'll talk about later. Um, but, yeah, you know, get, gets closer. I'm always down. I'm always easily peer pressured. He is. He is. Especially when it comes to Disney. I'm yeah. like, Psst. <laughs> guess what? So um, I do really want to go. It is close to our trip. I know we've mentioned before that if they reopen annual passes and we get to upgrade our tickets, that would be a lot more enticing. Oh, then we go to the there parks you go. Too. So we will see. But I do have it on my radar and I, I am very curious about it for I sure. I think I will allow that to be my um, sort of button. So if AP passes come back, <laughs> 95% chance I'll want to go. Wow, 95 yeah. is 95. high. Okay, yeah. I'm very excited now. I love to, when AP life, you know, I love it. I love it. Let's go back. Let's have some more Florida vacation in this place. Right. Um, so Disney World, there's so much news, so much news that I can't even cover all of it. But there are a couple of things that I'm really excited about, including a challenge that you didn't know about that I'm going to surprise you with. Right now. <gasps> he loves surprising me with these challenges, but I'm always down for a challenge. So bring it on. Amazing. OK, so <laughs> one of the things they're doing at the 50th at the Disney World Resort is they're doing 50 gold statues. They're also calling them sculpture sculptures. But anyways, they're gold statues on a pedestal and they're of different Disney characters. So for example, there's a Mickey and Minnie that will be placed in front of the Magic Kingdom Cinderella Castle. And then there's 48 other characters around all four parks spread out. Oh, so my challenge to, to you is... Can you even name 50 Disney characters? Oh, my God. Are you even serious right now? <laughs> Just 50. And I'm going to be so lax on the rules where whatever you consider Disney, like I'm not even going to fight it. It's just Disney, whatever. And it could be anywhere <laughs> in the Disney verse, parks, you know, Marvel, Star Wars. But let's say there's 50 golden statues coming along oh my and when god when i say go wait wait, see... wait am i supposed to just name 50 characters or yeah. am i supposed to guess who the statues are no just 50 characters and we're gonna assume oh, that you're, they're god. turning your characters into statues because when i read 50 characters i thought are there even that many and i thought i gotta see if jen dis would know okay All oh my right. god 50 characters you're gonna you'll count hear right? a clock ticking when when you are taking too long so <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, I got the pressure. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, Horace, Horace Collar, Clarabelle Cow, um, Stitch, uh, Tigger, Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, Rabbit, Roger Rabbit, um, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, uh, uh, li Liver Lips, um... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay, Han Solo, Kylo Ren, uh, Rey, uh, Finn, Poe, uh, Chewbacca. Oh my god, there's so many things to go for. Spider-Man, um, Iron Man, Thor, Loki, uh, Cinderella, Snow White, Ariel, Belle. Where am I at? 40. Oh my god, we're at 40. Okay. <laughs> okay. 90s, 90s, 90s. Uh, Lilo, um, Pocahontas, Mulan, um, um, uh, Tiana, Louie, um, five more. Alvin, what's Alvin's name? Five more. No, Dr. Facilier. Um, <laughs> four more. Oh my god. Um, 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 Rapunzel, uh, Flynn Rider, Aladdin, Jasmine, Abu. Jeez Louise, <laughs> I cannot believe you did that. That's the weirdest collection of characters. I I one hundred percent think that thought that neither of us could do that. <laughs> I'm very very impressed. That was Ooh, fun. I got like, I, I hot wonder. doing that. I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I, I'm sweating too. Just <laughs> my finger on this clock button. Uh, <laughs> I also like maybe one or two off, but you definitely hit fifty. Definitely. Okay. Oh, so I may have gone 52 even. Yeah, you may have gone higher. Ooh. I'm out of breath and I wasn't even talking. Winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner. Good job. <laughs> Whew, that was fun. Oh, right. So there's going to be 50 gold statues around the park and maybe they will be the 50 that Jen named. Um, I actually don't <laughs> know if they're going into Marvel Star Wars, but if they're in Hollywood Studios, I won't be surprised if it's just everything, right? Um, right. Because they own everything now. So whatever. Um, Halloween party. Okay, so they're doing a Halloween party over at Disney World as well. Um, and I know we haven't decided yet if we want to be joining this because we are going to be there around right. that time. Theirs is called Boo Bash. Um, and something that I thought was really interesting is, do you remember the after hours parties they used to do like pre-pandemic at Disney World? You'd like pay a oh, price. Oh yeah, like it was like a Twilight ticket or something like that. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, well, they called it after. They literally called it after hours, and they had a couple themed ones. Like one was called Villains, um, and basically it was ninety nine to one hundred twenty nine dollars. They had snacks, super limited capacity. I was oh, reading was about like people who went dark parties, like they did at Disneyland. It sounds similar, similar? because of okay. the themes. Yeah, after hours. Um, and everyone who's gone to it said everything was a walk-on. And essentially, it's three hours after hours. It's not overlapping at all with the hotel magic hours at the time. Um, you could enter as early as 7 p.m. So let's say back then, Magic Kingdom closed at 10. You'd stay till 1. You actually got six hours of park time and three hours of the after dark. And cool. um, the one that they did most recently before COVID was villains-themed. Now, the reason I'm saying all that is because the boobash is actually considered one of those instead of a Halloween party like we used to, to know them. Like the Mickey's okay. not so scary. So they're, they're, you know, they like to try to pull a fast one sometimes on us to make us think <laughs> we're getting the value. But I'm sold. <laughs> I'm completely sold on boobash because they're calling it the after hours boobash themed. Um, it's going to have cavalcades. It's going to have candy, snacks, and then very limited capacity with the idea that there will be walk-ons. And their pricing is also the same, about 129 it's select nights in um, October, including some in September. 
And I don't know if this also is a sign that those after hours things in general are coming back, like after Boobash. I wouldn't be surprised if they did an after hours Christmas thing instead of the Merry right. Christmas party and and so on throughout 2021. So we haven't decided if we are going to this yet. <laughs> what are your thoughts now that, you know, it's a three hour after hours that happens to be Halloween themed? So one of the things about these after hour parties that has never sold me are the walk-ons because that's not why I'm there. I want like oh. special event things. If I want to walk on, I'll just go early or late to the park. I don't need to have a Fair. special ticket for it. It is a nice bonus, but I usually don't even go on the rides at all when I go to these events. I right. do all the extra stuff. Um, and since it's limited, the $129 mark is a little rough. However, I just looked at the calendar, and during the time we're there, there is only one option left. Ooh. Everything else is sold out Shoot. while we're there. So. Shoot! The pressure. The, <laughs> the pressure is on. It's um, for that Tuesday, but wow. as soon as we get there. So, It anyway. is interesting, too, that you said <laughs> the thing about the rides, because the after hours that was pre-COVID, these were sold and packaged as no-wait hours. Right, that it was, was like less about the theme. Literally, why people did it, yeah. Yeah, sort of like the extra magic at the hotel, uh, which right. Disneyland does these hour th- after hours things much cooler, like the Dateline or Dateline. Whoops, the date night, <laughs> <laughs> like the date night at Disneyland. They yeah, eighties. These are nowhere as cool from what I see. It's mostly about the the short lines, and then as an afterthought, you get a theme. And in this case, they're somehow mashing up Halloween with one of these. Right. Hmm. I'm not sold yet, but I might take some coaxing into it and then I'll be just fine. Coaxing. But- <laughs> okay. So you heard it here first. She's open to it. And if we do go, you'll find out. <laughs> yes. We have one option to do it. So, um, but yeah, there's so much soon. going on. Disney World news wise, again, can't cover it all. But I did want to mention one more thing about the statues that I forgot, which is they are being um, described as interactive. And what? the Disney Parks blog, yeah, Disney Parks blog said there will be surprising Ooh. ways to interact with the statue. What? The okay, statues. that's so much cooler. I thought they were just going to be like the ones that are around um, Walt in Disneyland. Oh, Do you yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it looks kind of like those, right? Like, they're just like kind of little yeah. statues, but that makes it way more cooler. Yeah. And then we're going to have like a serious scavenger hunt to do when we go out 50. there. 50. <laughs> Five zero. I didn't even think of that. Oh shoot! We now we we got to find all fifty. Right. We have to. Oh my gosh. Um. So, like we're saying, obviously, you guys can hear that we are planning our trip, and we've already been through some of it. But we are going to be talking all about our trip planning later on in a future episode. Um. Probably once those dining reservations open up, because I know we don't want to skip over all that. Yeah, Madness. that's so usually the talk rush, about that too. right? Yeah. It's when you know the part, the trip is coming is when that first thing opens up that you could reserve of something. Right. <laughs> um. So real quick, I just wanted to mention something that happened outside of the uh, stateside parks. Over in Disneyland Paris, they impl- uh, implanted, implanted, implemented <laughs> <laughs> a new fast pass type of system. So previously, they did have a fast pass system, and it was free, similar to like Walt Disney World. They don't charge for those. Like, what is it called there? It's like uh, a fast pass plus, plus where you reserve right? them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you get three per day for free in Walt Disney World. Um, and then over there, I think it was just a standard fast pass system, like which is still free in Disneyland. 
Um, however, they've removed that, so there's no longer any complimentary option at all. And they have changed to a thing called a standby pass. And this, you have to buy your, what we know as fast pass, or max pass, your ticket to get, cut the line, basically. Right. <laughs> per ride now, for, per attraction, which can go anywhere from $9 to $18 US per ride. That's Is that wild. crazy? <laughs> it's, it's, we were saying before, like, Bob Chapek. It just smells like Bob Chapek. Thanks, Chapek. It's just a money grab, and I think it's just insulting <laughs> to the fans and the yeah. The like Disney it Park feels goers. very universal. But even Universal has a flat fee one. I think it's like seventy nine dollars a day, and you can get on all the rides. Yeah, I, like, I'm I'm okay <laughs> with an upcharge. Like I got pretty comfortable with the idea of Max Pass because I know you said you really liked it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you have to start knowing how much each ride costs, I don't know. Yeah, and it fluctuates based on the capacity and like the peak season and stuff like that. So you don't even know if it's $9 for this ride or $18 for that ride. So it's just like, whoa, it sounds crazy. And it makes me a little nervous to see if they're going to be trying to do something like that over here. Because previously we had MaxPass, which was $20 per person per day. Um, but it was a flat fee, which is just nice. And it came um, with PhotoPass, didn't it? And it came with PhotoPass. Ding. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and I don't know if this one came with PhotoPass or not. I didn't look into that part of it. I feel like um, I didn't see that either. But, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it would because this is like a per attraction cost. So I don't know how they oh, would even fit point. that in. The standby but, pass, though, I'm okay with that. I like the idea of coming back. It's like a virtual queue all over again where... It tells you right. how much time to wait, and you just don't have to wait in line for the regular standby line. Yeah, I know they're calling it. It's weird that they call it a standby pass because it sounds like you just have to wait in standby. But this is yeah, cutting it's, the line. it's more <laughs> yeah. If it's like if it's thirty minutes wait, you come back in thirty minutes. Yeah, which yeah. Is a lot so. like some of the other type of entry mechanisms at other Disney parks. So they're all starting to get confusing because they're not the same. Right? <laughs> yeah, totally. And they've had this at other parks this whole time too like some of the um i think in hong kong if i'm not mistaken they've always had like a system you had to pay for to get in these kind of things yeah. but it wasn't it was never per ride never it per was like ride. different yeah. tiers and stuff yeah at Very universal confusing. like sometimes we get that totally worth it um i think theirs is called the express pass or something like yeah. that. yeah um and then at Ho- in hollywood's universal it's called something else like vip red carpet something themed um, but the first time I remember a standby pass situation was at Universal, the Jimmy Fallon ride. Oh, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, and then you would just come when it was your time, and then you hung out once you are in that pre-queue area. Oh, my God, it was show. so cool. It looked like you were in a studio, like a TV studio, and you get to see, like, pre-shows, like, live pre-shows, not even, like, just a, a video. It was, like, real people coming out and entertaining. Yeah. It so was cool. so smart. That was pro- like that's by far my favorite line I've ever waited in is the Jimmy Fallon line. The fact like, that we wanted to stay I in line. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't go on the ride. We just kept letting because it would go by color groups. We're like, let's just go the next time they call yellow. Right. We're going to keep waiting. <laughs> We're like, this is what we want to do. So it's just fine. Oh, my gosh. How funny. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to update about that because 
just seeing like what they're like the movements they're making at other parks could definitely affect what we do here. So <gasps> scary stuff. It could. I mean, they're already getting um, a lot of our money with Disney Plus, for example. We are Whoop. paying for our subscriptions. They get us everywhere we can, including at home watching TV. Um, <laughs> but we do have some entertainment updates, including Disney Plus. We want to talk about Loki, some of the new trailers they released. Uh, and there's a bunch of movies, too, that uh, we should talk about. So. Let's start with Loki, because I'm pretty sure that's top of mind for us. Today, when this episode releases, the finale would have already aired, but we're not going to talk about the finale because we have not seen it yet. And so Loki has gone through five, five of the six episodes, and that's where we are right now. So, right. Yeah, I think maybe we should even save a lot of our thoughts until it's just over and we'll review it then. Yeah, yeah. But I thought a couple things would be cool to talk about. Um, first of all, I just overall, like, are you enjoying it? Loving it. It's just so weird that I can't stop watching it. Like, it's just, it's just so, it's visually appealing and mm-hmm. you don't know where it's going. And the acting Lots of surprises, is right? Really like, great. oh, yeah, a lot of surprises. So many surprises. Right. And, um, like with all the other Disney Plus, Marvel, and Star Wars shows so far, the production value, it's like a movie theater style show. In fact, episode five, I thought I would love to see this episode in theaters if they do. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's true. I would like to see the whole thing in theaters. That and WandaVision, too. Like, it's just so well done. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm really loving it. Like, I feel like one of the reasons that I am not the biggest Marvel fan is because I feel like their stories are just... There's so like the multiverse thing is insanity. Like it literally <laughs> can go any direction. That's the whole point of a multiverse. So like there's no way I'm going to be able to follow that. But somehow in Loki, I'm following the whole thing. Like right. they're spelling it out perfectly without making you feel like an idiot. Like, you know, when things spell it out too much, and you're like, come on. But this is like smooth and I just really have been enjoying it. Um, and one of the things I love the most about it is going back to the parks in DCA. They have a Loki there. And at the very beginning when Avengers Campus opened, um, Loki was not had not started yet. And the Loki you can meet and greet there with was the Loki we had known from the other films in his typical like green, black, and gold outfit. Um, however, the day that they had the very first episode of Loki come out, they already had him, the meet and greet, in the costume he was wearing in the show. And it's followed That's through incredible. almost every episode since. And we've seen at least three different Lokis, if not four, in the park. And I just thought that was so freaking cool. It's so cool. And it <laughs> makes it feel real because just the whole like variant concept of multiple Lokis and multiple universes. It's like, oh, we actually have some too here. In right. Like, oh my gosh, here they are. Yeah. Right. It's so cool. Um, And then like... I think the finale, since we haven't watched it yet, but we will have by the time this episode airs because we don't wait, right, Ooh, for that. I so <laughs> I am so excited. I feel like they have so much to wrap up in a little pretty little bow that I don't even have any clue how they're going to do it. Very similar to WandaVision, but I still feel that one came together at the end. So I just can't wait to watch it. Um, so if you guys have not watched it yet, tune in to Disney+. Plus, Check it out. Highly recommended. The other thing that they showed, um, also Marvel related, is the trailer for that What If series, which we saw a teaser of back at D23 Expo a few years ago. Um, And essentially what What If is, it's an anthology of different episodes where uh, we find out 
what scenarios would look like if they played out in different ways. So sort of like um, the butterfly effect or right. Like one Mm -hmm. change will change everything. And so the question is, what if, and the person who's watching over all this, he's called the watcher also from the comics. Don't know too much about him. Um, but he's somebody who watches things and doesn't meddle with us peasants unless <laughs> he really needs to. But, uh, so, yeah. And each episode's different. So um, can't wait for that. It is animated, uh, but the animation style looks really interesting. And for the most yeah, they part, look so much all like the they're real actors, characters. So much like the real characters. Yeah. Like the, the human faces, right? And uh, most of the characters are voiced by their MCU counterpart actors, which is also very right. cool. There was a cameo in the trailer, though, and I screamed out loud. Did you catch it? Do you remember? Wait, tell me. Oh, how, Howard, Howard the, the freaking duck. Yes, yes, the I duck! saw that. Are you kidding me? I am so excited about that. It's so cool. And there's they showed a lot of um, like Guardians of the Galaxy characters. So I'm wondering if he's somehow released from the collector's like thing. Right. I was right? just like, I can't believe because I've always known that he's part of the universe, but like I never see him. Right. Like we saw him yeah. what, in the 80s, probably. Right. It was 80s still in the 80s, not early, and then, early 90s. And then a t- and then never uh, again. Easter egg and Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you remember this? Yeah. 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 And then right. that was it. So do you know something else about Howard the Duck and why he's so special is he's owned by Lucas Films and then comics were made of him by marvel and now it's owned by disney and they own all of that it's oh just my like, gosh hilarious howard the duck is the embodiment howard the, howard of the, the duck bob Iger era <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah that's exciting the comics that i always thought looked cool i never read them but i'd always thought they were visually cool were the zombies the marvel zombies um comic book line and it looks like there's a whole episode dedicated to that which looks really cool the closest we saw to Mar- marvel zombies like um homage was in spider-man the last spider-man movie where he was having um like a visual illusion from jake gyllenhaal and then he saw an iron man zombie and that, that actually scared me it was live action really and that, <laughs> it like it was like a pop out if you remember oh your favorite yeah pop out <laughs> um, yeah so that's the trailer we saw check that out that's coming as soon as august i believe what if on you Disney know what Plus. too i thought was kind of unique about it and this might like speak to some people who are listening if you're similar to me where like following Marvel is just a little difficult. I felt like during the trailer they showed a couple of the characters were like, what? Like they're also like, what's happening? Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe they're going to have to like go through that together with us so we can understand. Because it's just, you see so many characters in the trailer like working like side by side with somebody who they normally aren't even on right. the same planet or universe with, right? So I was like, oh, that's so cool to, like, finally see them all working together. It's just, like, kind of this, like, fantasy world of what we've all kind of wanted to see. So very yeah. exciting. And it looks like some of the scenarios are characters that didn't have much of a storyline taking the lead, right? Like Totally. Um, yep. Agent that Carter guy from... becomes Captain oh, yeah. Britain instead of Captain America. Uh, we're going to Captain... say Killmonger. Oh, Captain Britain. That's from, right. Um, Black Panther, Killmonger, yes. played by Michael B. Jordan. I saw him a bunch of times in that trailer. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool because I really like his character. Random, random, random side thought. I was just watching The Wire for the first time on HBO. 
and Michael B. Jordan is in it, and he's like a child. And I was, oh just, my gosh, what? I was like, there's so <laughs> many people that came from that show that got big after it. Um, but Michael B. Jordan is not one that I knew. But anyways, yes, I love his character of Killmonger. Um, I love Michael B. Jordan, and very cool that his character is getting some spotlight in this What If series. Right. Do you happen to know? Um, this is kind of a like a train of thought that I just have, but. Who's voicing Chadwick Boseman's character of Black Panther? That is a good question, and I don't know the answer to it. Yeah, because I, I remember them saying they weren't going to, like, reprise his role, right? They're going to, like, not have somebody fill the role, but, like, they kind of they right. are here. So, like, yeah, live how did action that wise, work out? They, that was the implication, but I think they might have took the loophole loophole the loophole and they're doing that here um so yeah i am not sure it would have been nice if they recorded it before his passing yeah, but i, I highly mean, doubt it do. um so yeah but well there's one other show coming out on disney plus and i no offense to any of these other shows but i am so much more excited for this show than anything else and it is called disney plus's behind the attraction this is coming out next Wednesday, so by the time of our episode 42, you will be able nice. to watch this show. Um, and this is basically a show that is going to take you behind the scenes of some of the most popular and loved attractions in the Disney parks. It can be any of the Disney parks. Um, and one tagline that they had in their listing about it that got me really excited, this is what it says. It says, Revealed for the first time are the out-of-this-world stories of how the haunted mansion was filled with 999 <gasps> happy haunts and how the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror transformed into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout Ooh. and why Space Mountain took so long to launch. Like, all three of those wow. things. I'm like, I need to know all of these stories right now. So I feel like this is just another rendition of the Imagineering story, which I know is a lot of people's favorite on Disney Plus as well. And... I feel like this is kind of flowing off of that vibe and we get to have some more of those behind the scene moments and like really hear the stories of creating these attractions. And I know what I'm doing next week. Um, I didn't know it was coming out that soon. That's how much news I'm not caught up on. So that's like, you just gave me this gift. That's really soon. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, that's about it for Disney Plus, at least for the things that we are most excited about. But let's move on over to movies. Yeah. And something I talked about a little earlier, that really cool event that I didn't get into for the Jungle Cruise, is also coming to the theaters. And finally, we get to see this movie that we've seen promoted for I don't even know how long. Forever. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Aw. And Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt are the two main characters. And I have mixed feelings but i'm very excited to watch it either way yeah have you seen um, the trailer i've seen the trailer the there was a trailer i think we saw at d23 that was that got me more hyped was it the one where they showed it from each perspective yes yeah Yeah. like they were talking yeah um it got me more hyped and i saw the ones recently and i'm like what is this story this isn't the jungle cruise we know so i'm trying to see (laughs) how they're going to incorporate that because i'm sure they're not going to skip over the story we do know about the Jungle Cruise. It just looks yeah. like some crazy adventure I think movie. In, in one of the trailers, there was some nod to one of the Jungle Cruise jokes. And I'm having Mandela effect right now. And I'm thinking it's the backside <laughs> of water. But I, I really can't remember. Oh, that would be a perfect uh, one. But it's sort of like uh, campy and hokey. So I could picture 
The Rock and Emily Blunt like throwing some of these lines out in the right moment. Oh my gosh! Um, and then the that- other thing I'm excited excited about for Jungle excited-ed. Cruise is um, they said they're trying to make this a franchise like Pirates of the Caribbean. So if it does what? good, I did not. We know might that. get a lot more, and if they start connecting it to SEA, my brain will explode. Stop! Oh my god! Uh, and that series coming out also. Right. <gasps> what? Um, I need to pause though because I just looked this up while we were talking about Jungle Cruise. And, oh no no no! <laughs> like like like. <laughs> Everybody that is behind the scenes with the Disney Holics, that is our cue to like break. But I'm just gonna keep going keep because going. I just wanted to say that I looked up What If and Chadwick Boseman is on here Stop. on the cast, and it oh, says wow. Star Lord slash, and I can't read the rest. Peter Quill. <laughs> But why would it be under Chadwick Boseman? Like, that's the character he's playing. What? Oh, wait, that's even more strange. Oh, 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 oh. It yes. says Star Wars, Star Lord, of the, comma, T'Challa. In one of the scenes, Black Panther ends up becoming Star Lord. What? Instead. What yeah. if? So, what um, if? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, I'm excited. Now I so remember somehow from the D23 he, he voiced it then. Isn't that wow. cool? I wonder if they had so much of him talking and they could write around yeah, it. Yeah, probably they could just. You know, um, like really crazy editing and make it work. But you know how that blue guy from Guardians of the Galaxy uh, oh, yeah. with the mohawk and the whistle? Yeah. So in this version, <laughs> instead of him picking up young Peter, he picks up a young T'Challa in the spaceship and raises oh, him my gosh. to become the Guardian I'm of the Galaxy. I'm going to love this. I'm crazy. Just, yeah. I'm going to love this. I just know it. It, look, it just sounds so fun to see all these like stories altered and different things yeah. like the butterfly effect the, oh so anyways back to movies sorry that was a total oh, tangent but i just cool. got really excited when i saw that um yeah so jungle cruise coming out on the 30th uh i'm definitely gonna go see it in the movie theaters are you gonna try to see it in theaters 100 percent. Nice. it just looks like a fun rollicking you know like summer yeah. movie indiana jones kind of thing right right yeah. i feel like it's gonna be a good watch regardless yes um, other things that came out movie-wise, uh, but actually not in theaters, uh, was Pixar's Luca came to Disney+. Plus. I haven't watched it yet. Have Neither you? have I. <laughs> Big fail on my part, but I also hadn't watched like Hunchback for 27 years or something, so right. <laughs> there's that. Um, one thing that's pretty cool about Luca is they have a photo op in DCA for it right now, so if ah. that's your jam. You can go take a photo now. It's so the one cool. thing that got me wanting to watch the movie is there's this TikTok challenge going around with a sound effect from the movie. Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. Can you still hear it? And it's just so cute. And I don't know why, but the energy of those voices make me want to watch the movie. So I need to watch it soon. You need to watch it too so we can talk about it. Yeah, we should we should uh, make that one of our Disney Holic challenges. Silencio Bruno. <laughs> watch this movie. Um, so another movie that is coming out later this year in the fall is Encanto. Encanto? Encanto, right? Am I saying that right? I don't know either. Encanto, <laughs> I think. Um, and we got to see another teaser trailer for this come out recently, and it's so cute. It's this movie that is um, supposed to be from Colombia, and the whole thought about this town in Colombia is that everybody has these magical powers. Um, except for this one girl who's the main character, and she is just ordinary as can be, but she also looks very lovable. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, Disney did her right, and she just looks like she's like got her own story to watch. 
Um, and some of the cool things about this is that Lynn Manuel Miranda did some of the music for it. So we all know that's going to be really good. He's like um, and- the new, um, like Alan Menken yeah, of this the new Alan era, Menken right? Or, yep. Howard Schultz. He's like Alan and Howard, uh, Howard, Howard put together. What's his last name? Howard? Ashman. 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 Yep. He's like a combo, both of them in yeah. one, one piece. Yeah. Totally. So that's exciting. And it looks very cute. It's so colorful. Super like, colorful. Just is like a rainbow the whole time. It's like the Lisa Frank of movies. I don't know. It's like <laughs> oh my so God. pretty. I would watch a Lisa Frank movie. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> I love those stickers on my binders. Oh my gosh. Um, and the main character, like you said, she's so unique. There's rarely a, a Disney character, a lead with glasses. So, hey, right. I think people with eyes. glasses need representation too. And I think that's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> it is cute. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Huh. So that's exciting. Another thing to come out later in the theaters, just, just in like theaters, cool to even yes. say. Exclusively in theaters, they said so far. So hopefully it's also not on Disney premiere. Um, so it's called Disney premiere access. Yeah, yeah. I'd like them to go back to just movies. It's too tempting <laughs> um, to just sit home and watch it. Speaking of, there's Marvel stuff we want to talk about, including that Black Widow premiere. Um, but we've seen trailers for Marvel's Eternals, and we've seen a lot more new trailers for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, so two new Marvel movies with new characters all being introduced uh, later this year in the fall. And then Black Widow just came out in theaters and Disney premiere access. So I know you watched it in theaters. I caved mm-hmm. and watched it at home. Um, but yeah, this is the time for spoiler alerts, because if you haven't watched it yet, that's my siren. It's a phone that's call. That's your but chance. It's a siren. Yeah. You, you gotta, it's that old timey phone is like letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Black Widow thoughts, initial thoughts. So I went into this film. We went opening night and I was not excited. I just like for whatever reason was like, OK, this movie will be like an action film whatever it'll be like good but it won't be like wow and i freaking loved it nice i really liked it like i first of all i have a kind of a girl crush on the sister yelena she was in um what movie oh midsummer which is crazy don't watch it if you're not into weird movies florence (laughs) and pew or whatever that's her oh my god yep and she I was so impressed by her in that film that, like, I want to follow her path now. Like, I want to watch every movie she's in because she was able to show human emotion like I've never seen before. I'm not even kidding. I was just so impressed by her. And then to see her in this film, and especially her character, like, she was hilarious. She was, like, the comedy relief. Like, her in Hopper. What's his name? The actor from (laughs) Stranger Things. From Stranger Things. Um, But, the like, the mixture between action, drama, and comedy was like the perfect blend, if you ask me. Like there wasn't enough of any of it and there wasn't too much of any of it. It was just like nice yeah. and right, like evenly paced. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I really liked it. What did you think? I had the same mind journey as you. Exa- almost exactly the same. I went in thinking, I've already seen this because of all the trailers. Uh, let's just get it over with so that if there's a storyline that I need to see. <laughs> right, like I just <laughs> need to learn it. Thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, what? Look. This is like that sort of action movie that's only made once in a while where they just hit all the right notes and it makes you feel good. That choreography, it was just like 
damn. And then just the right <laughs> mix of like CG, but real sets, all at the, everything, stunts. There was a, a part in the credits that I was watching where the amount of stunt people, there was like almost a hundred names, which reinforced oh, wow. that a lot of that stuff was done real, right, like in real. real life on camera. Um, and yeah, you said the, the acting was really good. One thing that did bother me, if, I, if I'm going to get nitpicky with the acting, was um, Hopper. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Or whatever. Please. Red, no, not Taskmaster. Red Patriot or whatever his name is. Uh, oh, I loved him. His, I didn't like his russian accent oh his forced his forced russian accent yeah i think they can get away with it right because they also had spoken english for years when they were undercover yeah um but i just know him as hopper so it kept distracting me but not not enough to make the movie bad but i did notice it sometimes i love that i was actually watching something recently with um where they were talking about loki how he interviewed or he did an audition as thor originally and they were talking about how they wanted unknown actors at some yeah. point with marvel because they don't want you to associate them just like that like i couldn't stop thinking about hopper the whole time yeah like you heard me earlier i literally just called him hopper not even his her real right? name or his character in this film like he's just hopper <laughs> he's hopper with like tattoos and costume teeth and beard it was weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. um wait what were you gonna say about taskmaster oh my god Did oh, you not i, like I really didn't like taskmaster <gasps> At all. And I have to say, so there's a part, hopefully you guys aren't listening if you haven't already seen it and don't, you know, want spoilers, but that part where Black Widow killed the little girl that was dark. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, I was like, we're in for it now, but they didn't really go back to something that dark anymore. Then we saw that she survived it. But like, I did not like that character. I did think it was, there were some parts, even like in some of the, um, scenes in captain what is it called falcon in the winter soldier yeah oh yeah there there are some pretty violent scenes there too and i noticed that for sure with black widow um but i'm glad they're being like open to it i guess right but taskmaster right. the reason why i like taskmaster was first of all the the villain's powers um because i didn't know too much about this villain from the comics he he does uh, i will say he on purpose right now. yeah <laughs> he shows up in um the Spider-Man PlayStation game, which is really popular, and he's he's a really hard villain because you have to like do all these tasks that he gets you to do these challenges. Um, but it's a he, and there's a voice, uh, like a robotic voice. So the fact that they did the twist that it was the woman that you talked about, grown up from the little girl that we thought she killed, and she was inside the suit. I don't know. I just love that twist. I didn't see it coming. I thought it would just be some other stupid like stunt not stupid but like stunt man like russian guy in the costume that may have changed it. i didn't know jacob told, filled me in all about it afterwards that oh, it was okay. male and da 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 um so that may have changed it a little bit for me otherwise i was just like annoyed it looked like too power rangery for me like oh, something okay. about the yeah. costume and then that little like glittery scarf thing that's supposed to look like chainmail, but it doesn't i was I like what the is scarf that was really weird and out of place and then when we found out it was the woman i thought well that's annoying did they just put that on because it's like feminine (laughs) that's stupid i was like what are they trying to signify that it's a woman in there like yeah just define the suit then you know what i mean it was really weird um but what i like about taskmaster is there i'll say there because depending on (laughs) which universe it could be a male or female their uh powers are to they're able to replicate and um 
analyze another fighter's powers and then do them back. So Oh yeah, they could be like right? copycat, right? Yeah, so this yeah, taskmaster in Black Widow studied all the Avengers. So the irony that they were trying to say was like the Avengers are now attacking Black Widow because they kept mentioning how they were like not getting along at that time in the MCU storyline, Black Widow and the Avengers. That's true. They did bring that up a lot. Yeah, and there was one scene where Taskmaster uh, pulled out the Black Panther claws, and I was just like, "Whoa!" I was sitting at home in my basement, not in a theater. <laughs> I do remember yeah. people gasped during that, and I didn't get it yet. And I, oh, I don't think I even okay. got it until you said it right now. I like forgot about that part when I learned the mimic thing later. I was like. What? I just didn't catch on uh, until you just said it right now. And it's actually one of those movies that I would watch again. I don't really like to watch movies twice. I would watch this one again because there was just something about it. And I'd, prob I'd maybe yeah, go same. to theaters and like bring somebody. Yeah, the only thing that um, I, I, my nitpicky moment was yeah. just I'm not a big action film person. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't like a lot of special effects and stunts and stuff like that. Like just when it's too much in that last scene where they're falling in the sky forever and they're like <laughs> she like went into the helicopter and through the other side and I was just like all right we get it like can we just stop with this and they kept all those like giant pieces of debris just kept nearly missing them I was like come on so I was a little like annoyed at that point but that was the only time everything wow. else I was like this is great and then, of course, it made sense why they were doing that anyway. But just not my my style of film. So I was just like. That was actually my favorite part. <laughs> That's so funny. It was the part where I thought like, yeah, like action movie. This is such a badass. Where's this voice? Who is I don't this know. Michael? That's like, that's like the it's action a variant. movie. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm watching this movie. Like, <laughs> like that's how I feel when I'm watching um, like. If I were to watch a Fast and a Furious movie, that's how I would sound watching it. And then like James Bond movies where it's just like over the top action. You're like, right. really? Uh, I like leaned over to Jacob. I'm like, this it. is so Michael Bay right now. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I don't know. Just There's still, still something that was just so badass about the way they were um, a skydiving free fall fight choreography i don't know if i've seen it i feel like we've seen it so many times Maybe i just like i don't know mission impossible i haven't seen any yeah. of those movies either though <laughs> i can but like in the trailer, them right? flying where they're like grabbing each other in the face like yeah, yeah. or with <laughs> those bat wings that. i don't know why i've seen it but um charlie's angels 2 demi moore had like these squ flying squirrel wings what the I hell just now understand i it's skipped a, right uh, over that one <laughs> It's a extreme sport where people jump off. I think it's called. Free, oh, I know what you're talking about. Free balling? Yeah. No, free. Not free gliding. balling. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, where you jump off and you have like this thing in between your arm and your hip that serves. He has as like a little wing. wings, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so you weren't a fan of the free fall. I loved it, but overall, free fall and Taskmaster wasn't my right? favorite. But like, oftentimes there's. A character who has to be like which is it protagonist or antagonist antag I would be always, the bad one in this case yeah always get the mixed up pro think pro good pro okay good. i'll keep pro that good. in my brain because yeah. otherwise i have nothing to go by um so antagonist then antagonist. there's always one and sometimes they're cheesy Sometimes, Sometimes they're, they're great. Cheesy. Even um, even in MCU, they've had cheesy ones. I've I thought Red Skull was cheesy from Captain America. Um, he's just like this overpowered like Nazi, but he's just like in the comics. So what are you gonna do? And then the other <laughs> one that is cheesy is uh, from Ant Man. 
he's the he's the bad guy, the antagonist. He's I think his name is Yellow Jacket or Yellow Jacket, and he's played by this actor from House of Cards who I have a crush on. Uh, but his character was a bit <laughs> cheesy, and when he got in his suit in Ant Man, he looked also like a Power Ranger. Like, oh my like gosh, how funny! Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, and then what was really cool about um, this connection to ta- not Taskrabbit to who did Taskmaster, Honeybee, um, Yellow Jacket, is he was mentioned in Black Widow as um, a fighter or they didn't call him a villain he wasn't an adventure but there was somebody that they, he used one of the bad people used to help fight so he's still around doing something he's um, out there he's Watch out, out there next film and then who <laughs> else is out there post credits oh my gosh why am i not remembering it right now okay oh so wait, wait 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 yeah yeah wait what'd you just say at the after the credits purple hair Purple hair. Oh, what's her name? Elaine from yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> Valentina Allegra de Fontaine is her comics name, I believe. Wait, was she not around, though, during that time? Because it's supposed to take place after Civil War, right? Yeah, this pa- takes place after Civil War, and it's the same um, woman from that we also saw, right, in Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, who recruits the dark Captain America. Uh, See, I can't is, remember like where that was supposed to take place. Yeah, that one was after the snap. So that was actually a little bit more current. Uh, okay. And this one shows that um, Valentina had started recruiting as early as after Civil War. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. And she came oh, to yeah, recruit. Oh, yeah, that big twist. My girl. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So now <sighs> the... Black Widow's sister. She, they're all widows, I guess we learned. So that white, that widow is going to join this group with um, the dark Captain America dude. Oh my gosh, that's going to be crazy. Okay. It is. In the comic book, and again, this is, you know, I go down these YouTube rabbit holes. I'm not taking credit for this, but there is a group called the Dark Avengers, and mm-hmm. it seems like they could be doing something like that. And Ooh, Okay. And, you know, that maybe feels very they Star Wars-y. Like, evil. we're like, is it going to go? Like, Ray was like, Are sh- is she going to go to the yeah, dark side or the light dark side? Dark side or light side. I like and it, though. From my understanding, the Dark Avengers can also be um, not on any side. Because they, in this case, if Valentina's doing it, they kind of work for the U.S. government. So they're good or bad, depending on your point of view. So there could oh, be a, okay. a way that these weird Avengers actually help the good ones. We don't know. I have no idea if this is even happening. But now we know that she's two people. Yeah, two people. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Well, we've held you guys here listening to all of our thoughts for an hour and 20 minutes. But I have one more thing I want to say before we wrap up the show. And it comes right back to DCA again in Avengers Campus. <laughs> I just thought it's so cool that they already have Taskmaster fighting Black Widow. Yes. In the parks. <laughs> right there next to the Quinjet. <laughs> like I saw her and I was annoyed that she had the wrong wig on. <laughs> I was like, isn't that her like Civil War hairdo or something? Like it was too, it was some other movie she was in. And then I was like, wait, that's Taskmaster. Like brilliant. So they just yeah. like. Are Wait, really honing into this for the, what about, the park. It was too soon, though. Remember? It was before the movie came out, and I was getting annoyed. Do you remember we were there? Oh, I, I didn't see like, it before that. Oh, yeah. It was when we were there. And I was they like, Taskmaster? annoyed because. 
Yeah, I was like, wait, the movie's not out. I probably is just it didn't know who the it, hell it was. Yeah, it just probably looked like some, uh, you know, <laughs> like, what is it called? Non-playable character, like general NPC, villain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just an NPC Power Ranger, I guess. What? Uh, but yeah, I don't it was there, that. and it was one of my weird complaints about Avengers Campus with some of the mixed timelines because they also had um, the Steve Rogers Captain America going around in the tank at right. the same time as the Falcon Captain America. Darn. Uh, okay. Well, I thought that was another cool thing they were doing, just like it Loki, is. But... It is still very cool. It's just you know they have the multiverse. They, if they had just waited a few weeks, it would have been cooler. Yeah, they should have. They really should have. <laughs> Well, I'm impressed you even knew who that was. <laughs> There's been a lot of that because since Black Widow was supposed to come out last spring, spring of yeah. 2020. Um, there's one other thing. Sorry, I keep taking this episode longer, but there's this one other thing, which was Black Widow was supposed to come out before any of the Disney Plus series is. So oh we were gosh, supposed to have crazy. met Valentina then. Oh my gosh. And before we saw her, it would have been a surprise to see her in Falcon and Winter Wow, Soldier. COVID really yeah. threw so everything off. Yeah, so they flipped off. it. Um, and I guess it didn't make too much of a of a stink i don't know if they edited anything after the fact uh, mm. but it does it did confuse me that about the timeline i had to keep reminding myself oh my gosh. is this before the snap or after the snap yeah, yeah yeah you know what really confused me while watching the movie is that scene where the two sisters see each other for the first time and they're fighting in their like apartment or wherever she was at i was like did we already watch this because uh, we've been <laughs> seeing that part in the trailer for like Two years already. Yes. Yeah. And they would like almost show that whole scene in the trailers. It yeah. Was, like, how they yeah. I was like, it. Yeah. wait, I think I've already watched this. And then I was like, wait, no, we've just literally have had this already for two whole years. It's so weird. <laughs> Crazy. Let's hope nothing ever happens like this again. And we don't have to have these weird nuances please, like pop up. Please. But anyways, let's wrap things up. And thank you all for listening. And we hope you enjoyed episode 41 of the Disney Holics show. That was such a fun episode. Follow us on social media <laughs> at the Disneyholics. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or send us an email at fanmail at thedisneyholics.com. Okay, bye. Bye. Disneyland.